0: لا حول ولا قوه محمد رسول الله عليه الصلاه والسلام الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من am الله فلا who is ومن one فلا the one who is the إلا الله the لا who is the one 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 who is the Subhanak il ilma lana illa ma'allamtana inna antal alim ala alimul hakeem Rabbi shirah li sadri wa yassir li amri wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Respected brothers respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home in our last session of dars e just before the month of Ramadan I touched on explaining how Banu Israel the children of Yaqub alayhi salatu was salam the different Jewish tribes how they had settled in the different regions of the Middle East, arz If you recall during the time of Sayyidina Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam when at a very young age the travelers took him to Egypt and sold him in the slave market. Later on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him glory, power, fame. He became the financial minister of Egypt he declared to his brother his real identity the brothers it was at that time all of banu israel for the very first time left of and all of them all of the jewish communities migrated to misr where yusuf alayhi salatu was was they stayed there for many many years in fact for many generations It was only during the time of Sayyidina Musa alayhi salatu was salam when he was given the mission to invite Fir'aun towards Tawheed with Hazrat Harun alayhi salatu was salam when Fir'aun rejected Tawheed Allah gave him the command that he must leave with Banu Israel from Egypt as he was (coughs) about to leave Egypt Fir'aun with his entire army followed Hazrat Musa a.s. and Banu Israel eventually the entire army was defeated all of them were drowned Fir'aun was also killed he was also drowned now for the very first time Banu Israel come out of Egypt and enter into arz the Middle East all the brothers scattered into the different regions of the Middle East when we study history critically and uh, do a research on how the Jewish people were it seems that these were people who never ever settled in any one area they were continuously on the move continuously on the move especially after the birth of Sayyidina Isa alayhi salatu was salam and his ascension we see that all of a sudden this great exodus of the Jewish tribes crossing the desert and settling in the area close to Makkatul al-Mukarramah and many of them had even settled in the beautiful city of Madinah al at that time the city was known as Yathrib now it's a fair question why would people Want to leave the place where all the Jewish prophets were born, the resting place. Even Yusuf alayhi salatu was he it was to be buried in al quds and Hazrat E Musa alayhi salatu was carried the auspicious body of Yusuf alayhi salam out from Egypt. Why would they want to cross the desert and settle in? area close to Makkah al-Mukarramah or Yathrib, Taba or Tayyibah at that time the answer is very very simple after the ascension of Hazrat Isa والسلام, three four hundred years after there was this great excitement within all the different communities not just the Jewish community Christian community even the Arabs Anyone who was literate, anyone who had studied the scriptures, it was all about this one Nabi who is to come, who will be Khatamun Nabiyyin, the last prophets. He will be the seal of all the prophets. Everyone was excited. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, rather Hazrat Kaab ibn radiallahu ta'ala anha, who was a great... Jewish scholar later on who embraced Islam. He is the narrator and he says that it was written in Torah, the scriptures, that before the demise of Musa alayhi salatu was salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed Musa alayhi salam of the precise date of birth of Nabi kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And all of the signs that will take place before the birth of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi And it was Hazrat Musa والسلام, who informed those that were very very close to him from amongst the muwahideen, Those who were uh, very strong in Tawheed, who did not do shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He informed them. He gave them signs that these are the signs and close to this time one Nabi will be born whose name will be Ahmad Muhammad and according to Zad Ka'b ibn Ahbar who was born in a family of all great scholars, fathers were scholars, he himself was a great scholar of the Torah and he says it is for this reason that the Jewish community were literate people very independent people and they were waiting for that last Nabi the entire line of all the prophets was connected to hazrat yaqub alayhi salatu was salam all of them banu Israel. they were thinking that the last nabi will also be from amongst them so with a lot of arrogance that is why <coughs> when you study the history of madinatul munawwara respected brothers you will find that well before the birth of nabi e kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam so many Jews had settled in Madinatul Munawwara that some of the Muslim historians have said that when you look at the setup of Madinatul Munawwara it was 50% Arabs and 50% the Jewish community. kare, 50% percent ka Madina mein Why? Why 50% and the elite tribe, Banu? Uh, these were gold merchants very strong although 50% population wise but when it came to financial power these people were uh, the people of power they dominated everything there all the market was in their control so you had Banu qaynuqa who controlled gold markets all the date farms were again by Banu Nazir Banu Nazir were again another Jewish tribe Looking after all the lands there All the farm uh, Kajur, dates, date farms Everything was in their control And Ka'b ibn Ashraf <coughs> Who was a Yahudi The enemy of Nabi Karim Sallallahu alayhi wasallam, He was also from Banu Nazir And then you had <coughs> Another class of the Jewish people Was Banu Quraiza. They were Merchants of uh, leather shoes, leather shoes, shoes ko bechitit, Is se kitabu aata So everything was in the control of the Jews at that time, 50%, and money was in their control. <coughs> All had settled in Madinatul Munawwara. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam's actual coming was informed by Hazrat Musa salam to these people and therefore they had settled in that region. That is why <coughs> according to what we find in Muslim history books, there was a man whose name was Tubba, the king of Yemen. Tubba, king of Yemen. His habit was only to travel with scholars. ulama ke ساتھ once crossing Yemen he came close to Madinatul Munawwara 400 scholars were there not all Jews these were people who were well versed in the scriptures all scholars when they looked at the setting of Madinatul Munawwara how green it was the day trees and a lot of water how Madinatul Munawwara was beautiful city they said to Tubbah that we no longer wish to travel with you, we want to settle here. He said, why do you want to settle here? You are traveling with me on a journey. Mm -hmm. And all of them said, 400 scholars, Mufti Idris Kandelwi, has also mentioned this in his seerah. All of them settled there. He said that, we are scholars of the scriptures. We have all the information of Darul Hijra, The city in which the last prophet will migrate to. And that city, the way it is described in the scriptures, it fits this beautiful city, Madinatul Munawwara, like how a glove would fit perfectly in one hand. (coughs) And so they said that this is the city we have no doubt. This is Darul Hijra, the city of migration for the last prophet. So we will settle here. He was a pious man. What he did, he stayed in that region for many months also with them. He built for them houses. He was a rich man, a king. Houses were given to them. An entire plot was just cut out for them. These were the scholars living there. And right in the center, he built one beautiful house. And he said to one of the most senior alim that was there, that this house is a gift from Tubba, to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa So when he comes, tell him that this is hadiyah from me to him, and I will definitely come, and I will be his khadim, his servant, and I will assist him. And if he does not come in my time, your lifetime, then make sure you make this wasiyah to all your children. Scholars have mentioned that it was the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala plans everything. Yes, when Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam came to Madinatul Munawwara, <coughs> all of the Ansar were pleading to Huzur alayhi salam Ya Rasulallah, be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Rahmatul Alameen that he was, did not want to disappoint anyone. So he said, No, this is my camel Qaswa. Wherever Qaswa will stop, I will be the guest of that person. It is said about Qaswa, it took its time, it did tawaf of all the houses and all the streets of Madinatul Munawwara. It went round and round and round and round, until it came close to the house of Hazrat Ayub Ansari radiallahu taala. And some of them were also trying to handle the reins of that camel, pushing the camel possibly that the camel will stop here. And Huzur alayhi salatu was would say, No, no, leave it. Da'uha, da'uha, leave it, leave it, leave it. And slowly that camel stopped at the house of Hazrat Ayyub Ansari. And Huzur alayhi salam said, Wait and let us see. And the camel then fell to the ground and sat there. Masha. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa looked at this beautiful house which belongs to Ayyub Ansari mm-hmm. and said to him, I am the guest of this house. And Hazrat Ayyub Ansari radiallahu ta'ala and came outside and said, Ya Rasulallah, this house belongs to me. Respected brothers, scholars have mentioned this is the same house that was built by King Tubba as a gift for Hazrat nabi Nabiya Kareem <laughs> sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Allah had reserved, due to His sincerity, that house for the coming of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It is said that Hazrat Ayyub <clears throat> Ansari radiallahu ta'ala an is from the children of those scholars that had settled in Madinatul Munawara. And his father, one of the fathers, was that great alim who had the responsibility to look after the house of nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that is why Allama Zaila'i rahmatullah alayhi says that it is no exaggeration if one was to say that Huzur alayhi salatu was salaam stayed in his own house in medina Munawwarah. is no exaggeration. It was the house that was built for hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And so what I am trying to put forward, my respected brothers, we will come to uh, another subject which we have started, the Khilafat of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an, and how he dealt with the Jewish community. But just to understand a brief account, history of, of the Jewish community, there were so many during the time of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa And isn't it amazing that even before Rasul sallallahu alayhi Wasallam migrated to Madinah al-Munawwara, 9999 all of the Ansari Arabs had already accepted Islam. subhanAllah. <coughs> <coughs> Have you seen a revolution like this? Even before Rasul sallallahu alayhi Wasallam could migrate... 99.99 all of the Ansar had embraced Islam even before Huzur alayhi salam could migrate to medina tul Why? Because of the bullying of the Jewish tribe, the Jewish community that were there. The Jews would warn the Arabs, the Ansar, and this blackmail would continue with them because they were the people who were controlling all the financial markets. And 50% with the Arabs, they were living, living in medina tul They said that today your allies are the Arabs in the city of Makkah. And you come here and you fight us. But wait. Very soon our Nabi will come. What would they say? Very soon our Nabi will come. And his name is mentioned in the scriptures in the Torah. When he comes we will sort you people out. When he comes we will sort you people out. And they were implying who? Hazrat-e Nabi Kareem <laughs> sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Now the Ansar were very clever. When Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam was in Madinah al-Munawwara, the Arabs would frequently go and visit their relations in Makkah al And so when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, said to the people of Makkah that he was a Nabi, a lot of the Madani people came there. And they started to speak with each other and they said, Look, you know the Jewish people, they are warning us. That when that Nabi comes, they will sort us out. Possibly, he is that Nabi who the, who the Jews are referring to. So we should take that honor of accepting and embracing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam before the Jews do. And so all the Madani people in Makkah al-Mukarramah went back to Madinah al-Munawwara. And these were people who followed their leaders, uh, tribal leaders and when one would say something and accept uh, a system a religion all of them would follow and so all of them accepted hazrat e kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam subhanallah that is why <clears throat> allahu akbar when we read the Tariq history of nabiy kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam it seems that Every portion of the body of Nabi-e-Kareem <laughs> sallallahu alaihi wasallam, was described. Full description of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was recorded in Tawrah and Injil, <laughs> and in fact, for that matter, also in Zabur. Talking about Hazraty Kaabib ibn Ahbar a grand Jewish scholar, the one who knew all the scriptures. At that time, he was not a Muslim. He himself says. That once when I went to Syria, he was a great alim. When he got to Syria, all of the people came close to him, sat with him, and they said, Ka'ab ibn Akbar is here. Ka'ab ibn Akbar is here. The Roman emperor found out that Ka'ab ibn Akbar, with some of the Arabs, is in Syria. So he invited Ka'ab ibn Akbar to come to the palace of this Roman emperor. At that time, Syria was in the control of the Romans. Hazrat Ka'b ibn Ahbar accepted the invitation He along with a few Arabs from the city of Makkah They went to the palace, met the Roman Emperor And this man, the king, said to Ka'b ibn Ahbar That you have come from Makkah In Makkah a man claims to be a Nabi, a prophet Kaab, tell me what are your views Being a scholar, what is your opinion? Do you accept him to be a Nabi or have you rejected? So Ka'b ibn Ahbar looked at the Arabs that were there and he said to this king that no, at this minute all of us here we have not taken him as a Nabi, we reject him. He is not a Nabi. So the king said, are you sure? And he says, to my best knowledge he is not a Nabi. He says, well Ka'b, I want you to follow me. And there was this very massive palace and he walked with this king, emperor into the different rooms of the palace until they came to one massive hall and in it were cubicles. Kaab ibn Ahbar with this emperor, Roman emperor he opened one door and on one side of the wall was a frame a picture which was covered with some cloth, a sheath and so he says Kaab come close to me no one was there and he removed the sheath and said that look at this picture do you recognize this picture so Kaab ibn Ahbar looked at the picture and he said no I don't recognize this picture who is this person the king said that this is the photo of Hazrat Adam <coughs> alayhi salam <coughs> photo of Adam, Adam alayhi, Adam <coughs> alayhi this picture the painting what you see is the painting of the face of Hazrat Adam a.s. You don't recognize him? Ka'ab ibn Abar said, no I don't recognize him. He says, let's come in the next room. Again, another frame. And when the cloth was removed, the king said, do you recognize this person? And Ka'ab said, no. He said, this is the son of Adam, Nuh a.s. And so, moving from one room to another room, until all the frames were shown to Kaab Ibn Ahbar, the picture of Ibrahim alayhi salam, paintings of Ibrahim alayhi salam, paintings of Ismail alayhi salam, Ishaq alayhi salam, Yusuf alayhi salam, Musa alayhi salam, for that matter, even Isa alayhi salatu salam until he said to Kaab, "Now, Kaab, come with me," and he took Kaab to this room which was very unique full of fragrance one special room which was locked and secure he opened the door and he said this is a private room nobody comes here these pictures are more than a thousand years old more than a thousand years old and there was this massive frame picture hanging on the wall and he removed the cloth and he said that do you recognize this photo, and Hazrat Kaab ibn ahbar just looked back and he said, From all the photos shown to me, paintings shown to me, I recognize this painting. And he said, who is this person? He said, this is the person who is known in Makkah to be Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, who claims to be a prophet. And so the emperor said, well, my sincere... Wish for you is that accept this man to be the prophet of Allah and I will soon come to Makkah and embrace Islam at his hands Allah, subhanallah. I will soon come to Makkah and embrace Islam at his Hand. hands subhanallah all the photos of Anbiya alayhim salatu was salam stored in Syria huh? and which were painted by people more than a thousand years Ago. Muarrichim make kalam on this incident that has occurred. Very ajib. Otherwise nobody would have the paintings of Ambi Alehi salam and certainly not of e Nabi Kareem Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Scholars have mentioned that from amongst all the prophets the full description of nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam was given in the Torah, Injil and Zabur. These people were so confident to recognize nabi e sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That is why nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to Abdullah bin Salam, the rabbi in Madinatul Munawwara, that Abdullah, did you ever doubt me when you saw me? He said, Ya Rasulullah, a father can doubt his child, but I never doubted you. The minute I saw you, I knew that you are the Nabi described in Torah. So every portion, every limb of nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was recorded in the Torah, in the scriptures. So what people did was they, that they had painted this imaginary mm-hmm. uh, picture of the prophets, how they will look like Masha. to make it easy for their followers. That when this, a man who looks like this, not all of them were literate, not all of them were well versed in the scriptures. So to make it easy, at that time, Tawheed was not strong with them. But at the same time, they also believed that there will be one man who will come, who will be the prophet. So this imaginary picture was painted of all Anbiya Alaihi was And when it came to Nabiya Kareem sallallahu Alaihi wasallam, the picture was such that it, it, it matched totally and completely in its entirety to the auspicious face of nabiy kareem yes, sallallahu alaihi wasallam allahu akbar and this is what i'm trying to say to my respected brothers that the jews and the christians and even the arabs who were pagans mushrikeen knew well the coming of hazrat nabiy kareem yes, sallallahu alaihi wasallam that is why hazrat Salman farsi radiyallahu ta'ala an who was a parsi a zoroastrian and then he became a christian And according to some of the rivayet, he was a Jew, then he became a Christian, and then he became a Muslim. And Allah had blessed him with a long life. Some say he was more than 700 years old. More than? 700 years old. Subhanallah. That is why when Musa salam said to Banu Israel, Is there anyone to show me where Yusuf salam is resting? This man, uh, an old man, took... Uh, Musa alayhi salam to this old lady and according to allama Damiri rahmatullahi Allah, and some of the scholars they say that this lady was 900 years old. Allah, wa- 900 Allah. years old. And she was the only one who knew where Yusuf alayhi salatu was was. So when Salmane Farsi radiallahu ta'ala came to meet Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam there was this language barrier. And so he spoke Farsi and Rasul sallallahu wasallam spoke Arabi. Arabic, है He mm. Th- spoke Arabic. So Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, How do we communicate? Yeah. So he said to some of the companions, Go and find someone who speaks Farsi and also speaks Arabic. Oh, sure. Now, the Arabs, very few were learned people. That is why Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said, نَحْنُ قَوْمٌ ummiyun We are ummi, qawm, ummi qawm, mm-hmm. Illiterate. And so the only person who knew Farsi and Arabic was a Jewish man. And a Jewish man was brought to Huzur alayhi salatu was salam. Learned people. And so he stood in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Subhanallah, these were the akhlaq of Nabiyya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He never discriminated anyone for their religious identity if you want to whatever religion you want to follow Allah had said to him Lakum Dinukum وَالْيَا for you is your religion for me is my religion whatever you want to follow and so he stood there Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that you know Arabic and you know Farsi do the translation of what Salman has to say Salman has come from a distance to me and so he started praising Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and criticizing the Jews yeah, he started praising yeah. Rasulullah, yeah. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and criticizing the Jews. Jews. Now this person took offence. Yeah. Now he thought these were the Jews. Uh, he thought that I might as well twist everything in front of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the translation was that he made a mockery Aliyazu Billah. Of the maqam status of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, reviling the position of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and started to praise the Jewish community. So Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam looked at Salman e Farsi and looked at this Jewish man and said to him, Tell him that has he traveled so many miles just to offend a Nabi of Allah? Has he traveled so many miles just to offend a Nabi of Allah? And this conversation was going on between Hazrat Rasulullah yeah. Sallallahu Wasallam, the Jewish man translator Salman Farsi, Jibra Amin comes. And jibreel Amin then informs Nabi karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and says to him exactly the translation of Hazrat Salmani Farsi and Huzur alayhi salatu heard everything and now Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is saying to that Jewish man that Salman actually said this, this and this. He was praising me and he was criticizing the Jewish community. So this Jewish man got angry and he said that if you know Persian, if you know Farsi, why are you wasting my time and telling me to do a translation here? Huzur salam said no, until what has transpired now, I had no knowledge of Farsi, but now... Allah has given me the knowledge of Farsi, Persian. I know Persian, and these are not the words of Hazrat Salmane Farsi. Jibreel is standing close to me, and he has informed me everything. Allah ne hidayat mukaddar me this Jewish man stood up and he started kissing the hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he said I bear witness that there is no God and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is Allah's Nabi that was not the end my respected brothers and now the Jewish man embraced Islam Huzur alayhi salam looked at Salman al-Farsi yeah. and said to him Salman you don't know Arabic you don't know Arabic you are a persian and subhanallah rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam lifted up his hands and said ya allah give the knowledge of arabic to salman farsi make him well versed in the arabic language allah accepted the dua of nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam Jibreel was there Jibreel said that allah has commanded me commanded me tell salman farsi to close his eyes and to open his mouth and at a distance, Hazrat Jibreel blew in the direction of salman farsi And after that, <laughs> salman farsi started speaking fluent Arabic. <laughs> it is said that he became a master, a foreigner. Mm-hmm. But yet, his Arabic was so fluent that he could speak Arabic in the different accent of the different Arab tribes that were living in Arabia. <laughs> and this was the mu'jiza of Hazrat Nabiya Kareem <laughs> Sallallahu alayhi wasallam So what I am trying to say My respected brothers There was this great boom Before the birth of Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu alaihi wasallam Everyone was excited Anxious That they want to embrace The last prophet Subhanallah But due to arrogance And jealousy When they found out That the last Nabi Is a Qurayshi An Arab The son of Abdullah The grandson of Abdul Muttalib and that is why one famous Jewish scholar in Makkah, whose name was Yusuf. He stood up and he looked at the Qurayshi people and he said, Tonight I can see looking at the stars and the books that we have. <coughs> A child has been born and he is the king of all humanity. He is the last Nabi. And another Jewish man stood up and he said, uh, calamity has befallen on the Jewish people that the line of all the prophets has now been transferred to the Arabs. Line of all the prophets has been transferred to the Arab. Arabs. نَبُوَوَة Muntaqil hogi, And it was because of their pride and arrogance that instead of embracing Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam for generation, for centuries, even before King tubba these people went to look for the beautiful city of Darul Hijra and settled there, but when the right time came, instead of acceptance, they rejected Hazrat alaihi Kareem and this is what is mentioned in the Quran man yasha. Allah gives hidayat to whom he wills we should honor and make qadr that Allah has given us hidayat. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that death comes to us in the state of iman and that Allah is pleased with us. Wa akhiru da'wana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Alhamdulillahi rabbil Wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidin mussalin. Allahumma taqabbal minna wa taba'alayna innaka anta tawwabur raheem. Nastaqfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Nastaqfiruka wa natubu ilayk. مولا ہمار اس مجلس کو قبول فرما اللہ مسکین ہے غریب ہے گنہگار ہے اللہ تیری ذات عالی ہے اللہ تو سمد ہے بے نیاز ہے اللہ ہم محتاج ہے اللہ تو کسی کا محتاج نہیں ہے اللہ نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کے صدقے میں اللہ ان گنہگاروں کی مغفرت فرما دے اللہ ہم جیسے گنہگاروں کی مغفرت فرما دے اللہ تو رحیم ہے کریم ہے اللہ ہم تو اسی صفت سے آپ کو پہچانتے ہیں اللہ کے رسول نے فرمایا انسان اللہ کے ساتھ جو گمان رکھتا ہے اللہ اس کے ساتھ وہی سروق کرتا ہے اللہ ہم تو گمان رکھتے ہیں کہ تیری ذات رحیم ہے کریم ہے تو بخشنے والا ہے تو نے ہمیں مخش دیا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جائے اللہ ہمارے لئے آسان کر دی ہم سرات مستقیم کے اوپر چلے اللہ جس کی جو پریشانی ہے اس پریشانی کو دور فرما اللہ اس خصوصاً اس مزلس میں جو بیٹھے ہوئے لوگ ہیں اللہ انتی ایک ایک حاجت کو قبول فرما یا اللہ محض تیری رضا کے لیے یہاں بیٹھے ہوئے ہیں دنیا کھلی ہوئی ہے لیکن دنیا کو ترجیح نہیں دی اللہ کے رسول کو ترجیح دی حدیث کو ترجیح دی اللہ کو ترجیح دی اللہ ہم سب کو ترجیح دی اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا وصلی اللہ تعالی علی خیر خلقہ محمد وعلی آله واصحابه وزوجاته وذریاته وحبائبه اجمعین برحمتی فيا رب